0: You're listening to Moving Forward with Dr. Lynn Swanner. Today's podcast is part of the Flourishing Leaders series, where we explore ways to transform your school community. This podcast is a production of the Association of Christian Schools International. Listen and learn more about flourishing at blog.acsi.org.
1: Well, welcome, and today I have the honor of speaking with Darren Island, who is the Director of Research and Innovation at Christian Schools Australia. He serves Christian School Australia schools at a national level and focuses on coordinating and overseeing key research projects, publications, strategic initiatives, and thought leadership across the sector. And uh, Darren and CSA have been a great partner in launching a pilot of ECSI's Flourishing School Culture Instrument on Australia, which we completed in 2021. And we were excited to share out the findings over the past few months and uh, really looking forward to engaging in more schools in this effort. I'm particularly excited to have him with us today as flourishing in Christian education is really a global movement, if you will. So engaging with one another and learning with and from one another in our context is, is really very rewarding and excited to share that. So Darren, thanks so much for joining me today.
0: Thanks so much, Lynn. It's an absolute privilege to be able to uh, join in this conversation around, uh, around the Flourishing Schools instrument and some of those key metrics that you've used. So looking forward to the conversation.
1: And so one of the reasons that I specifically wanted to connect with you was around the construct of qualified staff. And this was a construct that we found in the pilot was a consistent area of strength for Australian schools. And, you know, as you and I were communicating about it and discussing it, there seem to be some really great approaches that CSA takes to developing and encouraging ongoing education for staff in CSA schools. So I'd love to explore some of that today. And so to start us off, can you share a little bit about CSA, about your schools, and why qualified staff is important for Christian schools?
0: Thanks, Lynn. Look, Christian Schools Australia is the largest Christian school association in the nation, serving over 180 schools, 10,000 staff, and over 75,000 students. We're an association that's committed to advancing the kingdom through education, and do this by advocating, supporting, and resourcing Christian schools and their wider school communities. CSA supports and serves member schools directly and through extensive professional development networks. And we're so passionate about providing professional services, bespoke resources, direct assistance, and advice to our members. Um, it's also an absolute honour to partner closely with ACSI and, and other Christian school associations around the world to further this cause of Christian education and uh, this, this vision of flourishing that we want to see in our school communities. CSA has as its core value a commitment to pursue excellence in education to assist and support uh, families and staff, to equip students to to strive for academic excellence, to embrace uh, truth and to model uh, cross-like leadership to influence their homes and churches for Christ and his kingdom. And this notion of qualified staff is therefore a central element uh, in this strategic priority, Lynn, and CSA recognizes the critical importance of, of training and professional development and credentialing of teachers. 2 Timothy 2.15 exhorts us to study and work diligently to glorify God in all that we do and to be equipped to rightly divide the words of truth that have been entrusted to our care. And this cultivation, curation and promotion of these networks and partnerships through um, facilitating uh, the qualifications of our staff, I believe, plays a vital role in the development of uh, a plethora of opportunities for authentic, meaningful and um, interdependence amongst our training agencies, our tertiary partners, uh, that is crucial to the growth and development of our staff and their long lasting sustainability and success within our movement.
1: Well, the emphasis that you place on qualified staff, you know, again, it was remarkable. We see it in the data for your schools. Uh, Can you share a bit about specifically what types of efforts, what things you do to support schools in this construct?
0: Sure. Look, our CSA has intentionally used a multi stranded approach in our relationships with a diverse range of training providers and uh, universities to achieve these ends. And really, it's summed up in, a, in an approach that we have that incorporates five Ps partnerships, projects, programs, pools and pathways, or as my CEO, Dr. Daniel, Daniel Pampuk likes to say, uh, pipe, pools and pipelines. Uh, The the first one, Lynn, if I could just jump straight in, would be around partnerships, both formal and informal, particularly with our uh, Christian tertiary providers and training organisations. And we view these as a crucial symbiotic relationship that's mutually beneficial and mutually interdependent. And we've seen in our Australian context, um, just a wide range of innovative approaches and initiatives that have come out of uh, these arrangements. And prior to my appointment at CSA, Lynn, I came out of the higher education sector. I was the president of a CCCU affiliated higher education uh, college. And prior to that was a course coordinator in a postgraduate education program at a top tier Australian university. So a key part of my role at CSA was to develop and strengthen these partnerships across our, our tertiary providers and to develop um, innovative and authentic projects and pathway options for our schools. Um, this nexus link between K-12 schools and universities um, and other training is, is simply revolves around, uh, sadly, in many of our contexts, a transactional approach e.g. attracting student enrollments. And and whilst this is an important goal, don't get us wrong, it it is, I believe, too myopic and narrow-minded for for the mindset we need to move forward. Um, What we need is a kingdom-minded foci, one that seeks flourishing across every dimension of Christian education, engages in that liminal nexus between school and uh, training options and universities in authentic, collaborative, and highly relational ways. Therefore, partnerships for CSA lie at the very heart of bridging that disconnect and are the starting point for moving the conversation from unidimensional transactional processes to ones that are truly transformative, relationally engaging, and, and dripping with imaginative and innovative possibilities. So, um, so, we're really excited about that first P uh, that partnerships are so critical uh, to what we do. And, and out of those partnerships come projects, uh, our second P. Um, we've sought to, to cultivate these specific, highly targeted projects that authenticate these partnerships in real and transformative ways. And we've come to refine the importance of the bounded project in a relational space clear, applicable to schooling needs and contexts, but also able to inco- incorporate a dialogical and iterative process, ideating, designing, developing, implementing, and reviewing. Uh, these projects as they unfold and if I could Lynn, I might just give a couple of examples of some of these collaborative projects that we've done over the past couple of years one has included a comprehensive large scale curriculum project we partnered with a with a provider to ideate design implement and review uh, a biblical worldview lens model across all key learning areas and that was seamlessly aligned with Australian national curriculum standards Another project that we did was uh, developing a well-being resource for leaders, Uh, and that was, again, in partnership with with another university. Another college partnered with CSA in the design of a comprehensive pedagogy resource. We called it PEARL, Pedagogies Enabling Redemptive Learning, and that included a framework uh, for both uh, facilitators and participants, as well as digital assets, including videos, et cetera, that come with that. We've also partnered with seminary uh, seminaries to develop biblical literacy programs uh, accessible high quality videos and digital assets come with those and study guides that were specifically targeted to Christian school staff in their orientation. Uh, Still another project we did was around the creation of a staff induction and training framework model which we called flourish and we've seen the benefit of that as it's unfolded and all of these partnerships and projects that we enter into come with clear expectations, an MOU, a contract that stipulates relevant IP and copyright, but then also just how the the project will unfold a a level of authenticity and, uh, you know, opportunity for us to engage in knowledge sharing and creativity around those elements. And so, We've just seen that schools have greatly benefited from these these particular initiatives and those partnerships and projects exponentially increase the development of our staff, but also exponentially increase the visibility and profile of our providers that we use in, in unprecedented ways.
1: Yeah, so I think that idea of partnerships, you know, non transactional, really kingdom focused, and then having the, the projects that emerge from those really to hear the rich opportunities that have come from that is really, really inspiring, I think, um, for, for all of us working in Christian education. And I, you know, I've heard also about uh, CSA's professional learning program options, which sounds like a very interesting. Uh, way to think about this. Can you share a little bit about that particular, those options?
0: So, Lyn, that that is actually the third pillar in in the five P's. It's actually around programs, around programs that facilitate professional learning pathway options for our staff. And again, this is about about capacity building and making sure that we're providing as much as we can to equip and engage that quality training and credentialing that is so important uh, for teachers in, in, in doing their roles effectively. Um, because of the relationships that we've already forged, schools are more readily willing to engage in, in, um, in, in these, uh, these sort of initiatives and these, these relationships that we have. And we've already seen it produces high-quality projects. Um, and then they actually see that because we've entered into these arrangements with other partners, they also lean into those partners for other aspects around professional learning. Uh, Some of these providers have offered substantial discounts for course programs due to these schools being CSA members. Still others have consulted CSA staff and actively involved them in the process of their new course design and development, which has been a wonderful initiative. And again, that dialogical iterative process, Lynn, that comes out. And a more innovative and recent example we have is actually the design and development of a bespoke CSA member-based graduate certificate in school leadership and management we invited an open tendering process for that. And uh, once we selected uh, a particular provider, we worked in close collaboration to ensure that a fully accredited uh, uh, postgraduate program that suited seamlessly the needs of our school's teaching and non-teaching staff was actually developed. Uh, These subjects, whilst commonly taught as a core, were also differentiated into tutorials and Um, there was was an assessment for teachers and non-teachers to engage in this clear pathway um, into an MED, Master of Education program for the the teachers, but also then for non-teachers, a stepping stone towards perhaps um, an MBA or a a more formal degree um, in that particular space. And so uh, the course was offered at a 50% discounted rate, which provided a great carrot and um, people from all over Australia enrolled in that. And uh, we're in our second year of that cycle now. And uh, the feedback has just been wonderful, Lynn. The growth, the capacity building we've seen has, has just been exciting to see. And one other more recent collaboration we've had is in the development of a leadership framework. And we developed that, Lynn, with our dear friend, Andy Wolf, from um, the, the Church of England Foundation for Educational Leadership in the UK. And this will include a rolling out of that framework across our member schools designed to cater specifically for four distinct phases of leadership development from early career teachers, those that are brand new to the profession, right through to executive principals, and mapping that through um, uh, 360 development tools and and, uh, and other components. It's it's just been so exciting to see. And so uh, we can see so many green shoots in regards to these projects and really excited about how they're building capacity and equipping our staff across our member schools uh, to be uh, the, the quality, quality and qualified teachers uh, that we uh, we expect them to be.
1: And so you mentioned something that really caught my attention that was really interesting at the, at the beginning when you were listing out the five Ps. You mentioned pools and pathways. Can you yes. expound on that a little bit? It sounds It sounds like a a great way to think about this work, but I'm wondering if you can expand on that a little bit and share a little bit about how that relates to the strategy that CSA has.
0: Sure, and that and they are the final two pillars in those five Ps and that desire to equip and engage our members, particularly through tertiary partners, but also other training groups uh, through these, what we term pools and pipelines or pools and pathways um, as, as we, uh, we, we know it. We're facing an, an, an unprecedented crisis in attracting and retaining quality Christian school teachers across Australia, Lynn, and I'm sure it's the same in the US and, um, and, and in, in other places. It's, it's imperative that we are highly intentional about creating these pools of suitability, suitably trained and well-equipped staff to ensure the sustainability and equality of our Christian schools and to avoid the mission drift that can so easily occur through poor staffing and recruitment processes. Some extending examples of the practice in these uh, this, this pool development um, are that many schools have engaged in a hub model of initial teacher education training. Uh, this came out of uh, one of our universities in, in, in Australia and Year 12 graduates remain at their schools, Lynn, and undertake a bachelor's degree in education while studying on site in their school communities, working as teacher aides within the community, so they're being paid, but they're also then being immersed in, um, in, in an authentic context for their schooling development. Um, in, in teacher education development. They join with others in a hub network of other schools and journey together. Uh, different pracs take place across the hubs and the coursework is delivered by the university at these dedicated school sites. So it's it's quite a flipped model into the uh, the, the typical American four year experience of going and, and uh, having that residential experience. But certainly we're seeing some great traction and a great interest in that um, in an Australian context. Um, Other partners are forging close networks with the identification of current bachelor students, providing an offset of tuition fees, scholarships, indenture contracts and other incentives to attract the best quality teachers to their particular schools. Uh, Retainment is also a priority for our sector and we've developed pathway options in regards to these pipelines and pathways um, that empower and equip an emerging generation of leaders. Uh, These include some of our friends, Lynn, um, uh, through uh, the work of uh, Dr Maria Valle, through her Aspire uh, Women in Leadership courses, uh, as well as other ones that we have where we have a customized fuse, fuse meaning find, upskill and support emerging leaders. And this course is CSA um, run, but it provides an overview of the fundamentals of school business and governance for teaching support and admin leaders. It's, it's six one and a half hour sessions and we've seen great uptake with that um, as far as um, attracting uh, early career or emerging leaders uh, into that space. Our flame is another initiative that CSA run, female leaders and managers in education. I think Lynn, you might've spoken at one of those at, uh, at some point uh, down the track um, a couple of years ago, but um, but these are really designed for women in leadership enhancing their pathways for professional learning. And uh, we've just seen some great fruit coming out of these these initiatives. And and finally for our, we've also developed a four-day full module governance training package, providing comprehensive training for for our school leaders, um, but also for our board directors and even aspiring leaders in the critical role that governance plays Within our school community so uh, so our pools and pipelines are really seen as ensuring that a next generation uh, are being suitably prepared and um, and are being attracted to our schooling um, movement so that we can actually ensure that sustainability in the long term.
1: I love what you said about uh, building capacity, and thank you for sharing all the ways that you're doing that. And I think one major takeaway for me through this discussion is really the investment in those pools, those pathways that CSA and higher education institutions and other groups in Australia have really invested in, you know, to develop teachers, help to retain them. And so it's really working together, right, that idea of, of, of partnering, of, of even flourishing together. If I will absolutely
0: so. you know so, absolutely.
1: <laughs> you know, so so much of this seems to fall outside of the individual Christian school. You know, this is really an area where uh, it's an encouragement to those of us working in the space to really look for those kinds of opportunities to partner together for the greater cause. Uh, and so I'm certainly walking away encouraged. Uh, and with that said, as we close, um, is there any encouragement or 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 suggestions that you would offer to Christian schools, to Christian educators that are looking to really grow in this area of, of staff qualifications and expertise?
0: And as a as an ex principal, I would I would just reiterate the importance of a qualified professional staff, uh, staff that are committed to both lifelong and life-wide learning. Uh, It's too important, Lynn, to be left as an ad hoc or piecemeal approach. It it really demands a collaborative, networked, highly intentional commitment from uh, from school communities and also from associations like CSA um, that that, that they can uh, can lock into. And and, uh, it's so important that we are intentional in this space. Um, the, qualif- the, the qualified staff that we have in our campuses really are the result of a form- of a formation process. Um, it, it, it's a formation that takes place from the moment they enter our schooling communities. And um, we, we should journey with them right through. And uh, as we invest in them, even if they leave our school communities, we know that we've invested in them to be the best possible Uh, Christian educators and leaders they can be. And it really necessitates that our vision of flourishing, Lynn, is uh, in every dimension of our our school communities. It should be cultivated and celebrated uh, through these networks and partnerships and and, um, through stakeholders that are committed to advancing the kingdom of God through Christian education, through networking, through coming into proximity with them, Uh, through facilitating that process so that they're exposed to what quality education really looks like. And we just got to be diligent and faithful to what God has entrusted in this cultural moment and within our Christian schools. And and we've just got to invest wisely and intentionally in our staff in this professional learning and development. Um, We just want to see them equipped to be truly what, uh, to, to be able to do whatever task God has called them to do within these school communities It's a tremendous responsibility, Lynn, and an absolute honour to be able to serve Christian schools in this manner. And every school leader um, knows that both that responsibility, but also that privilege of being able to to, um, play a role in the shaping and the forming of of qualified staff uh, that are able to represent Christ in all they do.
1: Thanks so much, Darren, for joining us and for your encouragement to the entire Christian education sector, the leaders and educators. And I think uh, not just for today and the way our schools look today, but really to ensure that, that our schools will sustain into the future, right? So a big part of sustainability is, is human capital, right? And uh, and enabling there to be qualified staff who are equipped and are and are really taken with that mission of Christian education. They see themselves really uh that, that ephesians 2 10 uh, encouragement where uh, yes. you know we are walking in we are god's masterpiece that he's equipped us he's called us to do these good works and so there will certainly be teachers and leaders in the future that will feel called to christian education and so it's been tremendous to talk to you about how we can systematically uh, provide the support the pipelines Uh, the training and and really ensure that our school will be sustained in the future so it's always great to talk with you uh, and thank you again for your insights i really appreciate you sharing with them today
0: yeah thanks for the opportunity lynn god bless
1: and for our listeners thanks for joining us today as well Please be sure to check the notes on this podcast for additional resources and references related to today's conversation. Podcast notes can always be found on the ACSI blog at blog.acsi.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to the blog again at blog.acsi.org, or you can also subscribe on iTunes. While you're there, rate or review the show and spread the word on social media. Thanks for all that you do to move Christian
0: education forward.